Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach podcast. This is episode number 10, where we're going to be talking about Beyonce level marketing. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Hello, welcome one, welcome all. We are on episode 10, which means that you have come, you have binged, you have consumed all of the content before this. And now we're going to be talking about something that is very, very dear to my heart, something that is very important. And of course, it is the queen herself, Beyonce. And before you sigh and sign off, um, and before you decide that this is not an episode for you, because perhaps you are not a Beyonce fan, perhaps, you know, you don't get the hype, perhaps you don't even like music, who knows? I don't know, I don't know your tastes. This is an episode that I think is going to be so, so, so helpful for every single coach out there, because if you can understand the fundamentals of why the people that we listen to, why the idols of today get to the superstardom status, and how you can implement some of those lessons into your business, your life will change. Because if you can get these very, very simple principles that literally every single small business owner can implement, then your marketing starts to become a lot more unique. You start to sound like, you know, the superstar of your specific niche and industry. And you ultimately end up making more money and having more impact. I don't know about you, but I don't think there's anyone in the world who loves a singer or a songwriter or a musician who doesn't feel impacted by that music. And for me, one of those people is definitely Beyonce. And I I was never, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know whether you get that vibe, but I was never really a festival goer. <laughs> so what I ended up doing um, in my younger years, like my friends had to convince me to have like the quote unquote festival experience. And when I saw that Beyonce was headlining one of uh, one of the UK festivals, like I just had to go because I had to see her. She hadn't had a concert in such a long time. And it was really then that I realized, oh, like, what would we do for our idols? What would like... If I'm happy to camp in a really, really smelly field for four days and stand under the rain just to get close to, like, the goddess herself, like, there is something to that, right? And I and I always get curious whenever I watch my own behavior and whenever I look at how I'm relating or how I'm behaving. Because if, if I can see myself exhibiting some of these factors, like going to a festival in a muddy field, even though I you cannot pay me, you know, a million dollars today to go and see a band that I don't like in a muddy field. <laughs> life is life is not for me. The muddy fields are not for me. <laughs> but I was willing to do that for someone that I really truly loved. And I think how many of us 
sacrifice little bits of our comfort and, and go out of our comfort zone to to see people that we love, to consume their content, to, you know, stay up late. I don't I don't know how many times I've stayed up for a coaching call at, you know, 1 a.m. or or 11 p.m. where I've really, really loved that coach and I and I really, you know, appreciated their work. And I think so many of us underestimate and undervalue the superstardom factor that is possible in this industry and the fact that we can you know I'm not saying I want to be like levels of Beyonce famous but we can impact people in such a way where where you know people are are happy to stay up later people are happy to wake up at the crack of dawn to, to talk to us to see what we have to teach and I think that Marketing plays such a huge role in establishing that stardom. So today I'm going to tell you about a little bit about why I chose to market this podcast in this specific way and where it all came from. We decided to call this Alisa Does Lemonade because ultimately I really believe in this theory called being bingeable. And I think that if you have a lot of content for people to consume, you become a bit like Netflix. And again, I don't know about you, but whenever I get obsessed with something, I get obsessed. I'm in there trying to figure out <laughs> all of the different facts, all of the different content that I can consume. Whenever whenever I get like really, really into something, I am there like digging out stuff from 10 years ago. I'm fig like looking through the Google search history. I'm I'm really like genuinely being immersed in the content. And how many of us think of our marketing that way? How many of us think of our clients approaching us and finding us online and how many of us actually just don't even think about the body of work that we leave, right? So if we're looking at Beyonce levels of marketing, the reason I think she's very successful and has been, particularly in her later career, is because she understands how we consume content. She knows that she can get her audience to sit down and watch a two-hour movie that she's created and follow the story. And not only that, but write an expose on all of the different imagery and all of the di different symbols that she's included, particularly in the Lemonade film, which I am, as a, a past scholar of literature and a past scholar of storytelling specifically, I was just in awe of, oh my god, like this is the new way of presenting music. And as someone who loves stories, I was just enthralled. And I loved that whole marketing campaign and that whole movie. And I think, you know, she deserved all of the all of the accolades for that specific album because to me it was like the height of new age marketing where if you can get your audience to sit down and pay attention to you for an extended amount of time, particularly in an industry that is very much like well established that you drop a track and, you know, the people listen to the track and maybe it's out of order, maybe it's in order, and maybe you have, you know, Maybe you have one story within one track, or maybe you have a story within three, like if we lo look at Taylor Swift's music, for example. But I don't think at that point, to my knowledge, there wasn't anyone who had literally sat down and created a whole story with a whole album and presented it in a video format. Like, that was a revolutionary. And I think when you start to think like that, where can I zig when others zag? Where can I find the gap in my market to do something different? And to be extraordinary, like we we need to start thinking about our marketing not in the you know three three four five blueprint that every other guru out there teaches us because yeah that worked that worked for them five ten years ago, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you and for your business. And I think that looking at these bigger industries and bigger stars, 
And the way that they do their marketing could be so, so helpful in A, finding inspiration, but B, also looking at how can you differentiate yourself? Like, let's get real. Beyonce's marketing team probably spends millions <laughs> of dollars on figuring out what's going to work. She probably, you know, of course, we have like the behind the scenes lemonade, whatever, extra scenes where it, it was all her idea and she wanted to do X, Y, and Z. And of course, there is that like creative control. But I think when we start to look at these bigger marketing campaigns and we start to think, oh, well, you know, what they're doing works, what they're doing is has been researched. And there is a reason why these people are doing the things that they're doing. And you start to think about it like this, like, oh, what, what can I what can I borrow from these different completely different industries to us. I don't want you to, you know, copy Coach Mark's launch plan. That's not going to be helpful and it's not going to serve your clients. What I would like for you to do is look at what are, what are the things that you are obsessed with and how can you make more of that in your business? How can you include more of the things that you love to consume and enjoy? And how can you create a similar experience for your audience? And when I realized that I was like a binge watcher, in fact, you know, my partner and I laugh because we have to book out days in our calendar whenever a new a new or a returning show comes. Like, case in point, I'm very excited for the Umbrella Academy to come back. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, if you're listening to this in the future, it was a great season. And I've literally booked out a day in my calendar to go and binge watch that season because I love that show. And I, I love to consume things back to back. I don't want to wait. And I think a lot of us are that way. So when it came to thinking about how can we launch this podcast in the most in the most unique and best way I didn't want to just do a three-part you know webinar um, and I didn't want to just do something very generic like let's do an Instagram giveaway don't get me wrong like sure I will you know I will buy you a coffee and yeah let's do a raffle but how can we innovate how can we make this different how can we make this fun again a lot of the marketing that I'm seeing in our industry is just boring, plain old, the same blueprint, the same everything. And when it, if something becomes the same and something becomes boring, your audience tends to switch off too. Because if I'm finding things boring, then I bet you my audience are too. So we, of course, like when we want to launch a product, there is a fanfare, quote unquote, involved. So when we sat down and started looking at what would be the most fun and surprising way to launch this podcast is, well, not to tease it for 400 weeks and be like, what is coming? Do you know what's coming? Look at me. I had a fun meeting. Look at me in headphones. Look at me doing this. I didn't want to do that. That felt like really laborious and just dull and overdone. But what if I could implement my be bingeable concept that I teach in my programs? What if I could show my people that they can consume content like on Netflix and they can do it through a podcast. And wouldn't that be fun? Like that felt so, so aligned for me. And again, like it's elisadoeslemonade.com for a reason, <laughs> because I wanted to create this experience and show you that, that, you know, you can launch things and you can implement different strategies that you love. And it doesn't have to be the same old, same old, just because your coach and even if you're, you know, my clients will tell you this, even if you're working with me, I will always tell you to do things your way, to figure out how can you take what I've done and what works and do it better, do it in your own way. And by better, I do mean do it in your own way because you know what will work for your audience. And nine times out of 10, you know, you might be a non-binger. You might have a, you know, show slot scheduled every week in your calendar. That's totally cool. But, you know, are you marketing in the way that you like to be marketed to? Or are you swiping someone's system that doesn't feel aligned? So I think for me, 
Beyonce level marketing is number one, know your power. What is it that you're really, really good at? If there's one thing that I know about Beyonce is that she's not, you know, trying to become a rap artist. She knows what she's good at. <laughs> she's good at creating great music. And she's, you know, not afraid to try other things, whether it's branch off into other in interests, but she's doing the things that she's good at. She knows what she's about. She's the star at the end of the day. And I think sometimes we forget that as coaches, we're so good at serving other people. We're so good at facilitating those transformations and at actually delivering those results that we forget that that magic, yeah, of course, it's your clients doing the work. I'm not sat there saying to you like, oh, well, my client hit a 10K month and it was all me. Like the coaching gods came down from heaven and went, ah, oh, Alisa's the best. No, of course not. My client did the majority of the work. Did I facilitate that transformation to get from, from A to B? Yeah, I did. But it was her who, who essentially implemented and who went with the blueprint, who went and did the work. But it doesn't mean that I did less work, right? Or that I didn't help her get there. And I think sometimes we disregard the amount of impact that we have on people. And we forget that we are actually the star of our business. That, you know, you are the queen of your kingdom. And that you are the star of the show. And I think sometimes taking some of that, like, Sasha Fierce energy and putting your crown on and really owning the fact that yes you are a badass coach yes you can do the things that only you can do and you know don't forget it <laughs> sure like of course you didn't do any of the work that your clients did but if you hadn't shown up would they have really gotten that same result most likely not so let's stop shying away from the subject let's stop disavowing what we do as coaches and let's just own the magic because you are the magic nine times out of 10. Then I think the other lesson, you know, the third one, if you want to make it a list, is that Beyonce looks at her stuff as a body of work. Like whenever I do a program or whenever I create a piece of content, I look at it like I'm replenishing the whole well of my body of work. It's not just this one program is me. And it's not just like this one story is me. It's everything that I've created makes up the totality of my body of work. And I think sometimes we forget that, you know, our programs evolve, you evolve. There's nothing wrong with you doing different things five, six years later. Who I am as a coach now is so different to who I was as a coach three years ago. Like it's night and day. And even looking at, you know, past videos, sometimes this is a fun exercise for you to do, is have you looked at a past content, like video of yourself? Go back a year and watch a live that you did. Go back two years and look at the emails that you sent. Like the tone and, and your confidence probably has increased tenfold and you just haven't even noticed because you haven't looked at it as a body of work. And as you grow, your content is going to grow and your programs are going to get better and better and better. And I think looking at it like a body of work, just like, you know, albums have a mood and have a time and are about a place, your programs can do a very, very similar thing. And I think that's really cool because as you grow, your content and your presence grows too. I then also think that, you know, we we can learn from Beyonce in terms of, like, the consistency of the air of mystery is what I have in my notes. What do I mean by that? I mean that you know that Beyonce is going to have an album out. Like, you know, there's an anticipation for her body of work to come out. And why is that? Well, because she's consistently created stuff. She hasn't, you know, she might have had a hiatus here or there, and she might have not created music for a little while, but you know, and you're excited when she's ready, you know? And I think sometimes 
zigging when others zag, right? That that whole excitement of, oh my God, she hasn't created anything in a while. Like, let's, like, like it's gonna, it's coming tomorrow and you don't know what's coming, but it's coming tomorrow. Like that whole era of mystery is something that I think a lot of us can learn from. It's how, how do you create anticipation? Are you just dropping stuff onto your audience or are you actually getting them ready for a big finale, big reveal, big event? And I think, you know, the music industry is really interesting in terms of just the way that it markets because it, it probably shifted uh, the most over the last 10 years, I would say, with Spotify and licensing and everything else. So if you're interested in business and in marketing, I think the music industry as a whole can be a really great case study in watching how does the marketing world evolve and, and why why it has evolved that way and how you can implement some of those lessons. Because at the end of the day, these people that we listen to while we're, you know, walking our dog, while we're in the car, the people that get on the radio um, and the people that are in our ear, their words matter and they're impacting people in a very, very real way. And I think that, you know, your coaching and your content can have the same ability. When I'm, you know, when I'm driving, I can be listening to Beyonce or I can be listening to a podcast. And I think that's the real, really, really cool thing about being a modern coach is that you start to be that entertainment and you start to be that voice in someone's ear. You start to to essentially take up the space that that I think we we don't necessarily talk about so much. And I think it's your job as a modern coach to not only deliver great content and great value, but to also be entertaining to a point, right? If I'm listening to a podcast, I'm learning something, right? And I'm also entertaining myself because I'm most likely out on a walk. I'm most likely cleaning my house or doing the dishes or doing something else, right? The people are in our ear and we are essentially... Um, getting entertained and getting educated at the same time and how many of us forget that with our content how many of us don't really think about the consumption of whatever it is that we're creating so if there is one thing that I hope you take away from this episode is that there is always a pocket and there's always a way for you to do something different in your industry to stand out there's always something for you to take away from from a popular concept or take away from, from a completely different niche or space that you can implement in your own to be different. And if there has been something that you've been like, oh, that's a really crazy idea, but I think it might work, but no, no one's ever done it before. Like you're probably onto some gold. And what what's the worst that can happen? You launch it and it flops. So you move on and you launch it another way, you know? You're only failing if you stop trying is one of my favorite favorite sayings that is on a post-it note in my house somewhere <laughs> and I think it's a very very valid statement that you know you can you can zig another zag sometimes it will pay off and it will pay off tenfold and sometimes it won't but you don't know until you try and it's better than being boring and the same as everyone else because believe you me all of our industries are getting more competitive people are becoming savvier they know what you're doing when you're you know dropping dropping those little marketing t things that might have worked 10 years ago, but don't anymore. Um, and the, the smarter our audience becomes, the better I think we all have to be at positioning ourselves, at marketing, at actually being the Beyonce of your industry. Beyonce doesn't care about the new quote-unquote talent. In fact, she encourages it. And I think that's really, really, really cool. Wouldn't you want to be the Beyonce of your niche? Wouldn't you want to be, you know... The person that everyone is waiting for the next drop, right? The the person who people will love to come to a festival and and watch. Like I think the coaching industry has that potential. It is a fairly new field. People are, 
you know, people are willing to spend money, number one. But number two, people are excited for the transformation that coaching can provide. And I think that is the coolest, coolest thing. So I want you to zig one other zag. I want you to know your power. I know I want you to enjoy, right, not only being a coach, but actually owning the fact that you facilitate those transformations. And when was the last time you told people that's what you do, you know? And finally, I would really, 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 really love for you to bring more Beyonce into your business. Bring more of that, that uniqueness, that talent, that I'm the only one that does this energy and celebrate that what you do actually matters. Because I think being a modern coach essentially means that you are owning your power, you're owning your, your expertise, and you're unafraid to call yourself a coach, which, you know, if you're going to be Beyonce, I think you have to be unafraid and you have to show up for yourself first and foremost. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And I want to see and hear what your favorite Beyonce song is. So share it with me on my Instagram. It's at Elisa K Coaching. You'll see it in the show notes as well. Um, and I will probably debate you. <laughs> I will debate you on your favorite song because I've, I've got a very specific one in mind and you can only find it out if you come into my DMs. Uh, okay, so thank you so much for joining me this episode. Uh, I will see you next time. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.